listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Thursday, the 2nd of December 2021. Later, we take a look at which tasks in the gig economy are commanding the most pay. But first to the Australian share market, which did fall today only by a bit, 0.1% on the S&P ASX 200 to 7,225. Tech stocks were hit hard after pay down more than 6%. But the best performer on the All Ordinaries Index was Australian Pharmaceutical Industries. We'll tell you why in a few moments. But Omicron and inflation, they're the dominating themes in the market. And for more on those, I spoke earlier with James Gerish. He's the portfolio manager at Shoreham Partners and the author of Market Matters. Yeah, well, inflation was the major issue uh, until um, Omicron came along. So, you know, if you think about it, theoretically, the new strain of the the, uh, the virus um, should actually be a um, you know should actually uh, curtail some of the inflationary fears. Look, I, I look around the market and you look at you know, equities are one thing. We've had a pullback in the equity space, uh, but I think you know the, the preferred measure that I like to look at is around um, the debt markets, the bond market. I think that's a better, more useful way of pricing risk. And, you know, the market's not pricing a huge amount of risk at the moment. I think that's probably the right um, thing to be doing. But there's no panic in the market. There's no excessive pricing of an elevated risk of further decline. So for me, I'm, I'm reasonably comfortable in the market, even though we've got this, you know, the headlines about the uh, uh, you know, new strain as well as the inflation ticking away. So let's focus then on inflation because the OECD overnight warned that the RBA needs to be vigilant about the rising signs of inflation and may need to tighten monetary policy faster than expected. So what's the latest thinking on what the market's thinking and, and what do you think? Will rates rise sooner here? Yeah, well, the market doesn't believe what the RBA is saying effectively. So, um, you know, the market's pricing in three rate increases in calendar year 22. Um, so, you know, interest rates are going to be somewhere around the 0.8 of 1% um, according to what the futures markets are pricing now. So the RBA is still saying that, um, you know, no rates are going to, no rate increases till 23, maybe 24. Um, so the market's just not not believing that. Well, I think that the market, I'd, I'd bet in favour of the market as opposed to the RBA. Um, you know, I think that, that what we're going to see in the next 12 months is rate increases. They'll be forced to do it. Um, you know, inflation is, um, as the Fed said this week, um, you know, no longer expected to be transitory. So, um, you know, rate increases are, are um, you know, well and truly um, what's required in that sort of environment. What does that mean for your investment strategy? So you, you think about inflation and um, having assets that are, um, you know, perform better in an inflationary environment. So inflation's okay as long as it's, um, and interest rates are okay as long as the underlying economy is performing well and growth is staying, um, you know, reasonably robust. So, you know, the, the things that you want to have as companies with pricing power, you want to have things that um, do well as inflation rises. So resources, uh, physical assets do well in an inflationary environment. But so, you know, I, I'm not getting too scared about um, inflation coming through. I mean, we're still not, um, you know, we're, we're still, uh, if you look in the longer term measures of inflation, it's still not getting concerningly high. So for me, I, I think the market, you know, is still a huge amount of uh, free cash in the market, uh, free money, money in the market, if you like. I know interest rates are going higher and the market's pricing that, but conditions are still accommodative. So um, I think the market's still looking, you know, positive into 22. 
Can we focus also now on one thing which I think is a major theme of 2021 and that's merger and acquisition, right? We've got two key stories today. One is the battle of API, so that's the Priceline owner and the, uh, a little bit of a story with Crown. Can you take us through those? Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's been heating up, um, this takeover tussle for uh, API. So, you know, it came out, Sigma Pharmaceuticals has been, has been in the mix, uh, West Farmers has been in the mix, and now Woolies has sort of come in and trumpeted um, the, uh, the the last West Farmers deal. So uh, API were trading around the $1.14 a share before this, uh, before any interest was shown. Today's bid from Woolies is $1.75, all cash. That's a 13% premium to what West Farms had paid. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of cheap, there's a lot of, you know, cash is the hurdle rate to make acquisitions work, I should say, is low, uh, given where interest rates are and given where high quality borrowers like Woolies, West Farmers, Sigma can borrow funds at. So it makes, you know, it makes uh, acquisitions easily earnings accretive. So, uh, you know, that's what's played out in API. In terms of Crown, it's a little bit different. Uh, their major shareholder or second major shareholder, Blackstone. Um, this is a third tilt they've made at, um, at, at Crown. Um, and, and obviously this came out in, in early in November. They're bidding twelve fifty a share. Crown's trading around 11. And this is a third tilt that Blackstone has made. I don't get the sense that there's going to be a, a bidding war as, as much from Crown. Blackstone are more... Um, you know, they're, they're property, physical assets sort of investors, so I don't think they're going to go and pay overs on the operating business for Crown. Um, if Star come back into the mix, then that could be uh, sort of the, the, the spice that you need in this takeover tussle. But I don't think Blackstone is going to be the one that drives the price uh, too much above $12.50, $13, that sort of mark. James Garish there from Shaw and Partners. So from the markets, let's talk about the gig economy. Which skills will get you the most money? It's something small tasking app Airtasker researched and on its platform, the three top ones include landscape gardeners, carpenters and painters. For more, Sarah Conti spoke with Airtasker CEO Tim Fong. Uh, this year we've seen the service economy continue to grow uh, all across Australia. Um, uh, we announced recently that uh, the marketplace is at an annualized run rate of more than $200 million uh, in gross marketplace uh, volume, which is an indicator of um, marketplace activity and um, how um, our taskers are earning uh, on the platform. Uh, we saw some really interesting uh, changes in uh, categories uh, that are happening on the marketplace with um, landscape uh, gardeners uh, earning uh, big bucks on Airtasker, um, more than $770 um, per average uh, task. Uh, carpenters were also uh, in high demand, earning about $670 uh, per task. And, and painters uh, continue to do well on Airtasker, earning more than $600 uh, per task. Well, something I noticed about these top earning categories that you're talking about is they all seem to be in the home improvement space. Why do you think they attract such big bucks? Well, I think this year um, we all spent a lot more time at home than we probably uh, would have uh, preferred. Um, certainly in Sydney and Melbourne with, uh, with lockdowns continuing uh, to be the case. And um, when you're at home and you're looking at that uh, crack in the wall, or you're looking at those tiles that need to be cleaned. Um, you know, you're very much um, you're very much uh, triggered to to get more stuff done. Um, so I think um, that was a big driver um, of home in, uh, of home improvement services.
yeah, you can definitely see how that would drive a spike in demand. Um, let's have a look at the key trends for a moment. What has seen the biggest spike in demand? One of the things that I think was uh, really, really interesting was um, that babysitting was something that is really um, starting to take off uh, on Airtask. We saw uh, a more than 52% uh, increase between uh, September um, and October as, as Aussies really you know, embraced that opportunity to get out of the house and perhaps needed some extra uh, help to, to keep things humming along uh, at home. And, you know, on Airtask, you can now uh, find people with uh, working with children's checks, with police checks. And so it's a really, um, uh, you know, safe and trusted way to be able to find uh, help around the home. That was Tim Fong, CEO of Airtask, speaking with Sarah Conti. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. Content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.